0: Hey, it's the Icy spicy Unicorn here at edX, where I educate and you execute. After doing your research, of course, bringing you information that will spice up your life while helping you to keep a cool and level head in the markets. I just want to help you to understand and navigate the markets and the economy so that you can make the best decision for you and your family. Alright, so before we get started, first things first, it's time for the disclaimer. So, here at edX, we seek to provide you with information that can be a beginning step to your journey. So, do your own research and add to what you hear here. All the information that you hear on this podcast is intended to be and must be used for informational purposes only. Do your own analysis and research independently. Verify all information that you hear before making any investments or financial decisions. And remember always seek professional financial advice. COVID. is the health crisis turned economic crisis. Our government and central bank took measures in 2020 to help revive a damaged economy. In this series we will take a deep dive into how the federal reserve and government were able to help the economy and how through many economic factors we are experiencing high inflation today and rumors of a recession. Stay tuned. All right, everyone. So in this series, we have a lot to unpack. We are going to be talking in detail about the monetary system in the United States, money, debt, bonds, inflation, hyperinflation. There's so many things to talk about. Um, But today we're going to start by talking about the monetary policy and the system here in the United States and how the fed actually starts the process of printing money so let's get started the monetary system in the united states uses fiat money fiat money is a medium that determines the value of goods and services and it's only valuable because it quantifies the value of goods and services Its value is based on belief and it has no intrinsic value. So that means that it only has value when it comes to exchanging goods and services. So you can't really do anything else with it. Um, Many people don't realize that the dollars spent by the government sooner or later will be taken from them. And that is because most people are taxpayers. So when the government needs new financing, they can raise money in a number of ways so the first way and very unpopular way is to raise taxes another way is to cut spending but this is also unpopular and it tends to make those who are cut off very unhappy and it causes social upheaval however there is another option and another way for the government to raise their financing and this is by raising the budget deficit aka raising the level of debt that we have here so This method can finance government expenses, but at the cost of raising debt and to do this, the US Treasury can issue securities like government bonds. And as for what a bond is, simply put, a bond is a promise to repay a certain amount of money with interest after a certain date, but we'll be talking about that more later in the series. So what does it take to actually print money and to inject money into an economy? All right, so let's say the government decides to inject more money into an economy. In the United States, it takes three entities to do this. It takes the government, the Treasury Department, and the central bank. The government doesn't actually have the power to print money. So in order to get money into the economy, it goes a little something like this. The government approves a bill in Congress that has a money amount attached to it, like the CARES Act passed during the COVID crisis. Then the Treasury will raise money by selling treasury bonds to financial institutions and at auction. And at auction, these bonds go to the public, the private sector, foreign governments and entities. The government then becomes responsible to pay this money back with interest. Then. The central bank prints the money to purchase these bonds, and instead of actually printing this money, it's more of like a digital transaction, but nonetheless, the money is still created. So by itself, issuing bonds doesn't necessarily lead to money creation. Bonds can be bought by private individuals with previously saved money, aka money that was already created, money that was already in the system. However. Some bonds are bought by means of open market operations by the Federal Reserve, which is the US Central Bank. So now we're gonna speak a little bit about monetary policy and how the Federal Reserve actually buys these bonds through open market operations. So the process is pretty lengthy, but I'm gonna sum it up for you like this. The government issues bonds and then sells them to the central bank, who then buys them with newly created money The central bank is able to do this by writing a check in its own name. So what we call money or more precisely the monetary base is created by the fact that these two institutions exchange paper or digital records. So to help you to understand a little bit more monetary base, sometimes you'll hear it called MO money, or if you're into looking at federal reserve reports and records, it will be called MO. It's the total amount of currency that is either in general circulation in the hands of the public or in the form of commercial deposits held by central bank reserves. Is the total amount of currency that is either in general circulation in the hands of the public or in the form of commercial bank deposits held in the central bank reserves. Each asset purchased by the Fed increases the monetary base. Government bonds are interest bearing, so it's necessary to pay interest on each bond that's being issued. This is called debt service, and in order to pay for an existing bond, the government usually has to just issue new bonds. Yes, I know, I know. It sounds crazy. And to put it into terms that we can all understand, imagine this. Imagine that you went and borrowed money and you just went out and spend it all at one time now you still have to pay that money back so you spend it all you have no more money left so you take out another loan and use that loan to pay back your previous loan and eventually it's going to get to the point where you're only making the interest payments and you're not actually paying off the principal that's kind of the whole concept here So whether the debt that was incurred involved money creation or not, just remember this. Debt equals borrowing from future prosperity. Money creation exacerbates the problem further by reducing the amount of purchasing power that money holders have and by allowing for greater debt than would otherwise be possible. However, monetary policy is only one narrow measure of money. On next week's episode, we're going to continue to follow the money trail. Find out how the money gets from the government's hands to your hands. And when it comes to stimulus, why is the government always so anxious to give the banks the money first? Well, tune in to find out. So that's it for now. There's definitely more to come. Share some love, find some peace. And what have you done to level up today? All right, it's your girl, the Icy Spicy Unicorn. Until next time.